Welcome to Let the Play Develop, where now officially all of our teams uh, have no shot at a national championship. <laughs> Sadness, <sighs> ACC did not do well, but that's besides the point. Uh, we have a, a good show ahead of us. Uh, we have news to talk about. We have uh, March Madness bracket updates. You can We can tell you how wrong our brackets were or how right. Shout out Princeton. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm just saying. Did y'all both pick Princeton? No, I did not, but Nate did. And way to call your shot. Princeton to the Sweet 16. I like it. I, I don't know if you called that, but, but they made the Sweet the 16. Round. Hey, props to them. And uh, we'll also be talking about a little bit of a NFL free agency. So if you don't see that in the news, that's, uh, that's why. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the news. All right, so uh, starting out with the in, uh, NFL this week, we have the Cowboys officially released running back Ezekiel Elliott after seven seasons with him on the team. In the words of Lizzo, it's about no, – I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean um, – No. Honestly, he's a good running back, but he's he's not shown that they should keep him. No. I mean, and if you know anything about the salary in which they are paying that entire Cowboys offense, it was it was in the stars that Tony Pollard or Zeke would have to go. Just to make <laughs> things work financially, one of those had to go when the franchise – was it a new contract or a franchise tag? I can't it remember. It was a new contract. When that came out, that was like, hey, uh, Zeke's gone. So, oh, wait, I mean, what was the cap? Oh, wait, hit, Pollard? You know? Yeah, when they no, I'm sorry. When they uh, yeah, when they was it a franchise tag on Pollard? I think they franchise tag. So when that news came out, I was like, well, it's only a matter of time for Zeke. So, what what was the cap hit for Zeke? Do you know? Because it had to be something. Not top of my head, but like Dak gets paid a lot. CD Lamb gets paid a lot. Uh, We'll talk about it later. But Brandon Cooks, I think, has a pretty decent sized contract. So (laughs) look up how much of his money was guaranteed, but. Probably you don't give a running back much guaranteed money normally, so right. Well, I mean, but I'm pretty sure he's didn't he sign a bigger contract when he was you know eating? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let Zeke cook. Yeah, and and now he just eats. He doesn't cook, so that's why they had to wow. get rid of him. The moment he decided he was a third down back, he lost his career. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's tough. No, he can still research. It's just no. Be I tough. think yeah. he'll be fine somewhere else. It was to everyone kind of saw this coming. At some point, they were going to promote Tony Pollard. Yeah, he's too good not to have as your number one running back. Really, when the Tony Pollard news came out, it's like, well, Zeke is going to be on a different team. I don't know. I just Zeke doesn't seem to have the work ethic right now. Now he might. He, I think he reestablished it some this season, but the last three years. Now I don't see behind the scenes. He could be the biggest workhorse there is in terms of players. Like, but honestly, he just doesn't show much motivation on the field. Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry, Zeke. <laughs> I don't apologize. Big fan, Zeke. I'm a I'm a very big fan of you. I mean, yeah. Though. I know him and Tony Pollard like served completely different roles. Like yeah. Tony Pollard is explosive, and Zeke is a grinded out guy. But like, you know, it kind of makes sense. He kind of had like, to go with one over the other. I mean, it's kind of like that. Um the Swift and Jamal Williams situation of last year for the Lions. When they were both healthy, Swift is your big play guy. Williams is going to get your touchdowns and, like, on the goal line type dude. Yeah, except, like, Swift was looking so good. He was actually getting touches at the beginning of the uh, season, and then he got hurt, and then he came back and was like, yeah, I'm feeling good. And the staff were like, no, you're not. Here's three carries. And it was just like, what's happening? (laughs) Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a big season for Tony Pollard to show, okay, you're the undisputed number one guy, and you are the guy for that team now. 
well, what do you gotta do with it? <clears throat> I do think it is projected that the Cowboys will be using a first or, or second round pick on a running back. So, you know, I do think that is okay, what I is didn't know slotted this. to go at the moment. So. I would never use a first round pick on a running back. Well, they have back. a late no. first round pick, but I'm pretty sure they're I know they're at least considering it hard, is what the reports are, of taking they're, a running back in the first round. The only one I could even see possibly being late first round is that uh, – is it Behan Robinson? Yeah, it's him. That's the one that they're – that's who they're looking spelled? to get. Uh, B-I-J-A-N. So it's Bijan? Bijan. Or is it Behan? I, I don't know. This is not going to look good. <laughs> no, it's not. But he's from uh, – he go, he played he played at Texas. That That year, is the name that I heard that years. they were looking at getting. So we'll see. I mean, I still think Tony Pollard will be the number one. But I'm just saying, like, he may not be – Especially towards the end of the season, it may not be as one-sided as people tend to think. You're probably not. Moving on from that, uh, the Steelers cut linebacker Miles Jack. Um, That's tough. It's tough. He's a good I, player. He's a really good player. I don't. I guess for set, they, they added some guy I'd never heard of. To be honest, Miles Jack. If you want to come to Arizona, you're welcome. Or the Panthers. Or if you want to come to the Panthers, that sounds great. There's two as against well. one. So also come to he's the young. He's a pretty young player, so I yeah. was like, this is... We need a linebacker. Well, <clears throat> we do not need a linebacker, but they don't know how to use Isaiah Simmons, who is an absolute animal, but they just don't play him right. And Zayvon Collins is good. We need an outside linebacker, so Miles Jack, you can still come, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I won't turn you away. <laughs> uh, the Chargers safety Nasir Adderley retired after four seasons playing in the NFL. Did not see that coming. I don't have a take. Because <laughs> t- he That's was tough. such a good young piece for them and yeah i mean that's just uh hey i don't blame you 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 did your part you can get out without having like li- hopefully you know without yeah. having lifelong scars of your time playing in the nfl i mean i can't say i blame the player at all honestly yeah. playing two to four years getting your bag and dipping is such a high key strat like mm-hmm. maybe maybe i should do it what do y'all think i mean <laughs> if you can do it i'm all for it yeah, he said that uh, after like self-reflecting, he was just, he said he wanted to step away from the game of football. Cannot say I blame him. <coughs> We're praying for you, Adderley. We love you, Adderley. <laughs> I do like Nazir Adderley. I actually really do too. Um, and then the qu- Cowboys were awfully active. Uh, on top of that, Ezekiel Elliott uh, dismissal from the team. Um, the Colts traded cornerback Stephon Gilmore to the Cowboys for a fifth-round pick. I'm guess, I think it's in this year's draft. They, I didn't see it in the article. That is a great trade. I know Gilmore's older, mm-hmm. but like their their cornerback is one of their weakest position. They have Trayvon Diggs and no one. Trayvon Diggs, and he's not a good coverage guy. No, he is a playmaker. Yeah, he is excellent to get you a pick, but otherwise he's getting torched. It's one or the other. I was but. gonna say if Stephon Gilmore can hold on to the form he's had, I honestly think putting him and Trayvon is like the perfect mix. But like. We'll see how it goes. I mean, he was good for the Colts, but, you know. Just they were the adding, Colts. They just weren't notable. Right. So no one was watching Stephon I was going to say his highlight of the entire season was getting absolutely mossed by Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I'm not now lie. he has to run against Terry McLaurin twice in a year, being in the same division. So we'll see. I don't think it's bad for the team. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, for their sake, it helps for this season. We'll just have to wait and see. You yeah, know, honestly, I didn't even know he was on the Colts until this trade. <laughs> I love how we're giving not lie. we're giving all these takes, but like let one of us go out and play cornerback or about like two cornerback's plays. tough. That's bro. A, I think that's the hardest position. It's I'm all about technique. I was gonna say yeah, I I, w- I would not be caught getting mossed by Terry McLaurin because I would not be able to keep up. So, <laughs> but I think it's <laughs> like get 
yes, the other positions maybe require more like skill in a certain aspect, but like the amount of knowledge base you have to have as a cornerback in terms of re- reaction time. Yeah. yeah. Because you're the one player on the field that has to react one-on-one to somebody. Especially man, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. if you're running man, zone is... A little bit still because you don't want to give any space in your zone. But, like, yeah, yeah if you're guarding one-on-one, you got to be... You got to like, have some level of talent. In my opinion, learning quarterback... I mean, cornerback technique is way harder than learning wide receiver technique. Yeah, you just have to have better hands to be a wide receiver. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, just swat it when you're a cornerback. No, no interception. And honestly, like corner, you have to have a certain build. Because like, if you're a fast, short wide receiver, you can make it as a receiver. But being a fast, short corner does not work the same. No, <laughs> so, unless you got mad bounce. Yeah. Meanwhile, Brent was a Brandon Brown. Browner was like six foot one. Was this the name? He used to play for the Saints. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I don't like, pay he, he was to like, the um, he used to lie. be a six foot one, six foot two cornerback. That man was massive for a CB. I, there's bigger cornerbacks than that, ain't there? Most of them are like 5'10", 5, 5'11". 5, uh, what? I thought they were like much taller. Six foot or so. I thought they were. Receivers like, are more likely to be taller than cornerbacks. Yeah, like yeah, there's some true. really tall ones, but I thought there were some real tall corners. I don't yeah, know. True. I could be I could be wrong, but I know Brandon. I think his name was Brandon Browner. He used to be a, a solid, tall cornerback. Like he was, for a corner, he was huge. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, after uh, after that trade... Jerry Jones was like, I'm not done. I have another trick up my sleeve. Today, we're shooting this on Sunday, March 19th. It came out this morning that the Texans have traded wide receiver Brandon Cooks to the Cowboys for a 2023 fifth-round pick and a 2024 sixth-round pick. He's finessing. Like, I don't... (laughs) Jerry, where was this all these years? Well, they're not going to win anything. It's the Cowboys. It is the Cowboys. My only question is, if they can... (laughs) My dad's a Cowboys fan. I guess it just shows you the value that's put on these picks because, like, they got a fifth-round pick for Amari Cooper. Like, I don't know. I guess these picks are just not – or these players are just not seen – or maybe the picks are just really overvalued. But a fifth-round pick for Brandon – and a sixth for Brandon Cooks seems like a great trade. Who are you going to draft in the fifth round that's better than Gilmore or Cooks? Nothing guaranteed. Now, you know. Brady. <laughs> I was going to say they hit stuff all of the time. Yeah. But, you know, I, I like the guaranteed route. Yeah. That's true. It's just less time. Right. Yeah. You have less time with the player. The Cowboys as well. are really saying we are in a win now window by making these moves. Yeah. Well, that's it for the NFL this week. They're, we're definitely not leaving anything out intentionally that we can talk about later in the episode. Also, I do think we owe an apology to uh, Nate. The average size of a corner in the NFL is pretty much six foot tall. So, I mean, I get what you're oh, saying. Oh, I was right. Let's go. Or like it said slightly under and then there are some tar- there's like a 6 foot 5 corner in the NFL right now, 6 foot 4. So, they're getting it's taller, massive. but if he's fast, that's insane. I thought well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess the difference between 6 foot and 6 foot 2 is not that bad. I thought like 6 Well, yeah, that makes sense, 6 foot. Yeah, I could be wrong. Anyway. Yeah, I had to search <laughs> it up cuz I didn't want to seem like we were completely <coughs> <laughs> idiotic. <laughs> Moving on to the NBA, the Hawks this week signed guard forward Bogdan Bogdanovich to a 4-year $68 million deal. Yeah, someone on that team's not going to last on that team. I don't know who it's going to be, but you know, they just someone on that team is not going to I don't know if it's going to be Trey DeJounte Murray, Bogdanovich, maybe even uh, Clint Capella, but someone, someone's not staying on that team for the next couple of seasons. I, I think it's willing. DeJounte Murray. I think he gets out there as fast as he can. Really? Yeah. He just got there. I know, but I think Trey would stay longer than DeJounte would. 
they better hope that he stays because I'm pretty sure they give up four first round picks and a pick swap. So that's the out. equivalent of five first round picks. They <laughs> traded storyline Trey for Luka Doncic. I mean, they traded Luka Doncic for Trey. That's we, Trey well, until this year, I mean, sure, you'd rather even last year you'd rather have Luka than Trey, but at least it didn't seem that bad. But it's just getting worse and worse. Yeah, <laughs> it's still good. Okay, storyline time. Trey Young goes to New York. Can you imagine? Oh, I don't God. think that's possible. Can you imagine the villain of New Maybe York? Maybe Brooklyn, <laughs> but no, he could not. I don't think he can go to New York. He's banned from the stadium. He would be. Dear God. Wait, do you, he's banned from what? No, he's not. He's not banned from the stadium, but like you know, they, they had all that rivalry and stuff. Trey yeah, Young. they oh. hate him with the passion. He had the whole like shushing the crowd. Yeah, thing. and you know, he hit that <laughs> shot uh, that was in oh, the playoffs two years right. ago, and he was like, bye-bye. He's Trey Young. <laughs> yeah. All downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Uh, and uh, lastly, for the NBA this week, uh, Lonzo Ball will likely miss most, if not all, of the 2023-2024 season. So next season, after he just had his third knee surgery, which was a cartilage transplant. That is the saddest news I have seen because, like, I don't know. I mean, I've not always been the biggest fan of the Ball family. Now, once we got LaMelo, I was rooting for all of them, of course. But <laughs> I've never been the biggest fan of the Ball family. But I, I don't know, Lonzo... Even what I have to give Lonzo credit over LaMelo is Lonzo seems a little bit more of the put-in-the-work, like not all about the flash type of person versus LaMelo's a lot more flash. And so it's just, I don't know, it's sad as Lonzo, to, Lonzo was kind of finding his place in the NBA. Like he was, like, yes, he's worthy of being a starting point guard. He's a great defender, great playmaker, a competent shooter, and then his career is just getting derailed. Well, my thing for Lonzo is just like, he he I don't know that. What's his value when he comes back from this injury? Like contract with the Bulls is probably gonna be close to up, right? Mm-hmm. And I just I, I think there's a team that takes a shot on him. For sure, yeah, but the NBA is not a patient league. So like if you're injured and you don't have one good year and you aren't like like Lonzo's established as a starter, but he's yeah. not established as anything like, beyond that. Yeah, no. People lose their spots all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh, I feel so bad for him. Maybe he can pull like a like a thunderstruck type deal and transfer his powers to Leangelo. <laughs> like I don't. Know. Oh my gosh! Give him a chance. Yeah. I feel like when he comes back, most likely he'll be a low end starter, high end bench player. I hope that I think he'll get the opportunity to be, but like I I don't know. Like Nate said, they're so impatient that like if it takes him a couple games to get used to being back and playing. <laughs> He might get dropped. Which right. He will. Gets it's going to take. I, it might take him a full season to get back to playing in the league. Like, it yeah. takes time. So, I mean, I just I hope they give Lonzo a chance. And just like that, he will be viewed as a native asset, though, because they're going to be paying. I think his contract is around $10 million. I don't know off the top of my like, head, but, like, that's. If you get paid. I know that's not a whole lot in today's NBA, but, like, that's a negative asset if you know you can't play for another season and a half. <laughs> look at someone like John Wall. Like, he came back. And, like, obviously he was way better than Lonzo. Right. And, but, but he's never found a place in the league again. He's yeah, bounced true. from home to home, barely gets to play. Like, I mean, he, the Clippers gave him a decent shot. Yeah, but. and he played pretty decent for the Clippers. But, yeah, that kind of just – I mean, that even more dramatically shows what is an uphill battle for Lonzo because, like you said, he was never on John Wall's level. And yeah. see what they did to him, so. We'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. So that's all for this week's weekly news segment. Uh, we're going to move into the March Madness bracket update. Let's do it. All right, so um, a couple. There have been 
throughout the first round, the round of 64, there have been a couple of uh, huge upsets, to say the least. Well, considering no one had a perfect bracket making it, not even like two, we weren't even in the last game of the first round, and there was no more perfect bracket. So I have to say there's a few upsets. Yeah, <laughs> quite a few. Like yeah. So uh, number thirteen Furman beat number four Virginia sixty-eight to sixty-seven. Which congratulations, that was a popular pick amongst uh, brackets, actually. So really? way to call been, that. Yeah. They have since been laid to rest. Furman's going. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They lost. That in is second. Um. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I was gonna say yeah. I kind of always like I don't know. It's nice seeing a upset, and you want them to go further. And it's so sad when they like knock off a number four and then lose to a number five. I mean, because it was a fluke. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, might have been. <laughs> you know who wasn't a fluke? Number fifteen Princeton, Princeton. over number two Arizona, baby. Uh, fifty nine to fifty five. I'll go ahead and spoil it. The second round, I think they played last night. Mm-hmm. Was it? Uh, they beat number seven Missouri to make it to the Sweet 16. So which I is can, absolutely nuts. I was gonna say, I mean, honestly, like once you beat Arizona, I, I know they were still, I think they were three point underdogs at or playing Missouri, but like at that point, it's like, well, if you can beat Arizona, I don't even know if calling you the underdog is there anymore because like, go ahead, make it to the Elite Eight. I, I remember last week I was sitting here making my bracket, and Chris is like, you have Princeton beating um, Arizona. And I was looking at the stats, and I was like, they're like, obviously, they don't play as much competition. Not nearly, but yeah. But their stats were better than Arizona's, like, slightly. Well, I was going to say, I was like, mm. I w- all I could think about when we were talking about brackets is, like, I'm thinking too logically. Half of March Madness is literally madness. So whatever you think logically will happen, it's like half of it won't because that's what makes March Madness March Madness. Which which color do you like the best? <laughs> <laughs> which mascot do you like the best? <laughs> um next, this one isn't as big as the other ones, but uh it was an ugly game to say the least. Number 11 Pittsburgh beat number 6 Iowa State 59 to 41. I, it's funny if we just focus on the picks that we got right we look like genius because i had Pitt not only because we didn't even know if Pitt was going to be in the 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 64 teams that made it because they still had to play their i guess play in game i called them to be iowa and i said on the last episode that it was going to be Pitt that won that game and then won another one and okay. so if we just focus on the games we got right we look like geniuses. Yeah, it's just all not, the other games we got wrong. We're not going to talk about Iowa how State I had, made me look stupid. I had them going to the Elite Eight. <laughs> I had Duke in my championship. So, you know, we just, again, focus on, hey, good call in Princeton. I'll take the good call in Pitt. Did you have a, a good <coughs> upset that worked? Um, No. <laughs> no, I don't think I did. <laughs> to be honest, I do not think I did. I had Virginia and Duke in the Elite Eight. I had that whole – I knew it wasn't going to happen. But you had but Princeton over Arizona. That's all that matters. That, that, I mean, honestly, to call that, that's just I'm already I'm already in a different level. Like, you can't, hey, you can't I, talk to me. I do yeah, think dog, I, was, I don't see one. I don't think I had a single upset go through. Like, can we talk about – I had Charleston going to the Sweet 16. I did too. They're the only and one they who caught, – like, hey, Yeah, that is tough. I was going to say, though, I mean, I think last time I checked, my bracket was in the top – 30% of brackets, it was being 70. So, I mean, I hey, need to look at mine. That, I, I feel like it's not bad. You know, it's above average. Yeah. Take uh, it. Next one is the big one. This is oh, the big Oh, yeah. This was the bracket, perfect bracket ender right here. And I am proud that I got to watch this game live from home. Uh, number 16, Far- Farley Dickinson over number one, Purdue, 63 to 58. Props to them. They didn't even win. They don't. They didn't even get to win their like conference championship, and that's fine because they're out here making moves. 
What happened in that? The the other team had not fully like transferred to Division One. They were a Division Two basketball team, and they hadn't fully made the transition to Division One. So, so they because and they, they actually lost. Well, they got to play in the championship game, and they actually lost to the other team. That was a oh, Division the other Two team. Just couldn't go, but they just couldn't move on. So they yeah, automatically that team qualified. was ineligible to play in the in the tournament. So shout out to them. They didn't even win their conference, but they're out here. It's upsetting Purdue. Who can you? I'm sorry. Can you imagine being that team and like losing and, and you, knowing you could have been in the championship oh, I'm or the sh- bracket? I'm sure they are like. I, I don't even think – I mean, I'm sure most of the the smaller conferences root for the teams that did make it, and they, they can't be celebrating. They have to be upset. What makes this insane – so a video started circulating right before the game – like, right – I think, like, literally the day before the game started – the mm-hmm. game happened. And it was up their coach in their locker room after – I think – I guess it was after they won the, the playing game. And their coach was like, the more I watch Purdue play, the more I think we can beat them. And they're and all of the locker room goes crazy. So everyone was circulating that, and then they actually did it. Props to him. And you know what else is crazy is the fact that um he after the game he said um if we played Purdue a hundred times we'd probably lose ninety nine. He's a very wishy washy. <laughs> yeah, he was like that got taken out of context. Maybe dude. he was trying to be nice to um, Purdue because they just yeah. like uh, well. What I think is funny about it all is Purdue had better odds of winning the entire NCAA tournament than Farley Dickerson did of beating them in the first round. So that's just crazy. You would have made more money betting Farley Dickerson to win than you would have Purdue to win the whole tournament. That's insane. I should have put some money on Farley. But here's what's crazy. This was was history setting because this was only the second time in history that a 16th seed would be the number one seed in the history of the NCAA tournament. It's the only time? Second second time. time. Okay, I thought the first time was in 2018 when Virginia lost to UMBC. And then what's so crazy about that is Virginia turns around 2019, wins the whole tournament. So, like, is this just a sign that – Basket like college basketball is just getting more competitive. Like anyone can truly be anyone. I mean, I know March Madness has always kind of been like that. There's always been Cinderella stories, but like it seems like over the recent time it's getting even more like that. That's yeah. Fair. Oh, that's the other thing. Um, I forgot to mention this about uh, uh. Let me do this about Purdue first. If you haven't seen the picture of the of the whiteboard that was in their locker room, oh yeah, yeah. That, I think it was Zach Eady because people were saying it was him because he had like bruises all over his arm, like scratch marks right after the game that weren't happening during the game. So I'm guessing he went in there and just absolutely let one loose on the whiteboard. I mean that thing was destroyed. Wasn't and it partially his fault they lost because he played bad? Well, he was saying that his teammates would refused to pass him the ball at the end of the game. I was going to really? say, also, yeah. from, from what I've seen and, and heard, it's kind of like, well, they were they were selling out to stop Zagidi. Like, that was their they goal. Double, I was watching. They double-teamed him every single time. I was going to say, they were like, okay, someone else on Purdue is going to beat us, and it worked perfectly. He shouldn't have said that about his teammates because that hurts your stock even more. It does when you're yeah. a bad teammate. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he kind of messed that one up. But I forgot to mention about Virginia. Okay, so – um. My uncle is a Virginia fan, diehard Virginia fan. And last uh, last year at the end of the season, <clears> when <throat> Kihei Clark announced he was coming back, my uncle was like, I can't stand him. Why must this happen? I want him to leave so bad. And so what's funny is Kihei Clark cost them this game. Oh, that they was were the they, worst yeah, turnover. Yeah, they were up, which which is crazy because he had one of the greatest passes like win, a, win the championship in, I think it was 2019. Yeah, it was. 
And then he probably had one of the worst passes in tournament history to lose this game. They had they they no shot out? clock. He's they had a timeout. There's no shot clock. There's seven seconds left on the clock. He's holding the ball and they're trapping him. All he has to do is either call a timeout or take a foul. Or even that, I mean, I or just hold the ball. He, I know his mind was probably thinking eight second violation. Right. Yeah, I guess so. But he like chucks the ball up court, and Firming is the and steal. Firming the three. gets the steal and hits the three oh, to win I saw the game. It. Yeah, yes. I that's, was like, what? That's the heck? and that's like the play you would expect from a freshman, maybe sophomore, but not a fifth year senior. That's crazy. Props to him though. Props to Furman. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, Obviously, we talked about in the second round, Princeton beat Missouri mm-hmm. last night. And, I mean, Arkansas beat Kansas. We can oh, yeah, going. Arkansas beat Kansas. I, oh, yeah, I didn't think about I forgot about that one. Arkansas did beat um, number one Kansas. Crazy. Them out, which all is kinds of madness. Nuts. Um, all right, boys. <laughs> this is going to this is gonna be sad. Let's do our bracket checks. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. So, like, are you checking how many you have left of your Elite Eight? Yeah. Okay, so in my Elite Eight, I have – Five out of eight left. Hmm. I, uh, I have, or I, never mind. I have four out of eight left. I just saw that. Uh, uh, can't I, I? just saw that Kansas lost too. I forgot about them. So I, I, I have, have five left. I have U, UCLA, Houston, uh, Baylor, and Alabama left. Oh, you have Baylor making the lead eight. Ooh, yeah, that's tough. They did not look good in the first round. <laughs> Well, I also had USC, USC making the late eight, and they lost in the first round. So, hey, but you know, at least still <coughs> upset. I respect it. What about you? How was your bracket looking? Oh, you want me to go to me? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, didn't you? Um, did you talk about Kansas losing? Yeah, I just did. Yeah, we just okay. we talked about it. A okay, he's trying to pull up his bracket. He All missed right. it. I can pull up my lead eight. All right, I had Indiana and Texas. Is Indiana still in it? Yes. Yeah. The, neither uh, neither one of them have secured a spot to the Sweet 16, I don't think. Wait, okay. or did Texas win already? I cannot remember. I'm not I'm sure, but at it. least they're still secure for now. Um, I had Kansas and UCLA. At least UCLA is still there. Yeah. Um, then I have Providence and Duke. Both uh, are gone. Both are gone. Yikes. And then <laughs> Missouri and Virginia. <laughs> both are gone. It's a, it's a tough day. It is a tough day. So how many did you have left of your elite eight? One, two, I have three. I, I have five left. So I, I have got five, four, four, Steven did the best for the Elite Eight. I just have uh, Arizona, Duke, and Kansas are my teams that will not be there, obviously. And then Final Four, I'm only missing one of my Final Four, which is Purdue. Mine's Kansas. Oh, my, what, uh, my Final, Final four. four? I think I'll, I have UCLA and Texas. All right, so uh, who did you have making your Final Four? Uh, on all four, mm-hmm. yeah. I just closed it out. I'm so I, no, sorry. No, no, it's okay. I can get it right here for you. Um, so on my final four, I had Duke, Virginia, UCLA, and Texas. All right, so yeah, you got half yours. And my then half the championship my game still strong. Oh, uh, it was Duke and Texas. And did you have you had Duke, Duke winning, winning or Texas? Which is, oh, that's which is sad. the champion zone. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. I was just like, I have. Not? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying, if I called it, it would have been awesome. But you know, I <laughs> that would have been crazy. They were looking strong. It's just that it's the classic problem. I mean, you know, defense does win championships, but when you can't score on offense reliably, and also when you're that young of a team, it's going to be tough. Yeah, it, it, it always it always seems to be Duke's problem is that they have is that they're uh, them having majority freshmen playing forty Same minutes for Kentucky. Is yeah, is there it always ends up being their problem? Yeah, it, a lot of times it does call them. It, I guess they're <coughs> just trying to recreate the magic they had with Jalil Okafor. Yeah. Ironically, that was like 
that was the team they got it done with, and I would say arguably like that team of the starters and the guys playing minutes in that championship game, like out of all the other teams, they NBA. didn't really produce in the uh, in the NBA like the other. How it goes, like those Probably teams the that have the top talent don't produce in the March Madness, but the teams that are lower level players that are like they do, they end up meshing. It doesn't because like look at UNC, the teams with like players like um okay they haven't had a good player in a while, but like even like. Players that made the NBA, like Kobe White, um, yeah, and some other squads like that. Cole they, Anthony. Yeah. Cole they didn't, Anthony, they didn't yeah. win anything with those. No. Yeah. But then you have teams with people like Marcus Page that do. Um, or looking better one, Kentucky. Actually, yeah, that makes – it's just the, the senior. Yeah. A like lot Kentucky, of like those, yeah. You had a team with Anthony Davis and uh, – not Anthony Davis, I'm sorry. You had a team with um, John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins. And Eric Bledsoe. And, Eric, and you don't win. But then you come around, what, and then they win with teams that don't have any. And they had, like, the Harrison yeah. brothers. They had, At one point, Devin Booker came off their bench at Kentucky. Yeah, and they didn't win anything. They had Cat at one point. They had like, Kev, yeah, they had, and was De'Aaron Fox on that team, too, or no? Uh, oh, no, it was Fox, Shea Gilgis out. And Malik yeah. Monk. Yeah, that was De'Aaron Fox. That was De'Aaron Malik Fox, Monk. Malik Monk. As a uh, back court. Bio was on that team as And then well. they had Shea. They were replaced that with Shea, Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Townsend, Willie Collins dying. Like Absolutely that. ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah, so, I mean, it, March Madness, I feel like, like or big one, Duke with Zion, Cam Reddish, and um and what's his face? Uh, R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett, like. R.J. Davis. That's Carolina's <laughs> player. Sorry. R.J. Barrett. They didn't. They didn't do anything. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, they were close. They lost a, a Michigan State, I think, in the Elite Eight or Sweet Sixteen one. So mm-hmm. at least they did something. <laughs> so <laughs> no then, offense to this Duke team. So then, for my uh, championship, I still have Houston being out of Alabama, which is still intact as of now. <laughs> Please. Uh, yeah, and I have Kansas State and Texas, <coughs> and thankfully now at halftime, Kansas State is winning. So we'll see Let's if go. that can happen for me. I would appreciate that. <laughs> So those are our bracket checks. Uh, next up, we're going to move on to a segment we like to call Free Agency Frenzy. You thought we were going to leave this out? You were wrong. <laughs> so um, in this segment, Free Agency Frenzy, uh, we are going to spin a wheel one three times each for me, um, Seth, and Steven. We'll take turns. And whatever team it stops on, we have to cut one player they've signed in this free agency. We are going to include trades and um, stuff like that. I think we are going to exclude franchise tags and stuff like that. Players yeah. who have already on the team has to be someone who has gone to the team. And then we cut some uh, – I'm sorry, then we sign another free agent in their place. Now, to make this interesting, yeah, we could just cut their their third-string cornerback that they just signed. But, no, the, the stipulation we came up with – their contract has to be at least worth $5 million per year. So if it's anything less than that, doesn't mean they're not valuable, doesn't mean they won't make an impact. It's just that we had to set a boundary so that we're not just cutting someone like uh, the third-round cornerback and saying, hey, um, now you have Tremaine Edmonds. Like, <laughs> we can't do that. <laughs> so we're going to start out by spinning the wheel, um, and I think we should start with Seth. Before that, we do that. Uh, I just have a question, real quick. Yeah. Are, are we doing? Are we including players that got released? So, like for the Cardinals, is the first one to have up. Like uh, Kazir White, the linebacker. Could I replace him with like Miles Jack? Um. Uh, yeah. Well, he's a free agent, so yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Got it. All right. You ready and for I, your first team? I was just gonna ask Go real quick. Uh, <coughs> it's similar. We're doing like similar value, correct? Or did uh, you say the five million? It can be anybody. Okay. You just have to cut someone who is above 
five million dollars a year. Okay, that's what so I was double checking. Like for example, if they're two years nine million, you can't cut them because they're not making five million per year. Now on the way the contract breaks down, they might be for one year, but that's we're not getting into all that. Dang it! So no kickers? That's crazy. All right, I don't know. There are some <laughs> kickers that make some money out there. All right, you ready? Let's do the it. First team, we're spinning the wheel now. Sorry that you can't see this. All right, here we go. You have the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, gosh. Okay, all right. Oh, I'm pulling them up right now. Okay, so they have signed offensive tackle Jawan Taylor, um, uh, edge rusher Charles uh, Amanahu, um, and the rest are, are below $5 million. So I'm going to – ooh, that's tough. Let me see. Who is available as an edge rusher right now? Yeah. Oh, they don't have to be available. It could have been anyone signed in free agency. Ooh. So uh, you can steal one from somebody. They just had to have been a free agent this year. I'm trying to think. Who is an edge rusher that has been signed? Can y'all think of one? <laughs> I can give you some mm-hmm. options. You yeah, ready? Yeah, please. Thank you. Okay. So on an edge rushers, we have – we have – well, it's bringing me into draft world. <laughs> I don't think there's been that many – they have many edge rushers. I mean, maybe if it's a def- qualified as a defensive end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. You're going to have to use that big brain of yours. Um, You have a defensive tackle. You know what? I'll say they signed Jawan Taylor to four years, $80 million. Um, This is the challenge. This is a challenging team because those are both – that was a good pick. That was a good pickup for them because they – Okay, here's one. You have um, this is a defensive end, Obo Okonkwo. I can't pronounce his last name. Okonkwo. He's three years, nineteen million for the Cleveland Browns. Um, you have Zach Allen. The Denver Broncos signed him, three years, forty-five point eight million. Oh, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna change out our, um, Charles Amenihu for Zach yeah. Allen. Just Zach Allen. That's a good pickup. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Are you ready for yours? I am ready. All right. <coughs> time to spin the wheel. Okay, you now have the Rams. The Rams. Oh well, first of all, I wouldn't have <laughs> traded. Uh, well, if I was trying to compete this year, I would not have traded away Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, but uh, we'll get on to something else. Let me pull up their. Oh, he doesn't signs. have any of their money for them. Wait a minute. I guess you're gonna you have, have to, to replace cut someone. Hunter Long. I, I think maybe by default. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about it. I, I think that's their only addition so, so far. By default, you cut Hunter Long. Who you who are you signing? Dalton Schultz. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Had the well, they already round. have Higby. Oh yeah. Well, I was just thinking, cut a tight end, take a tight end, sign a better tight end. Well, I mean, I I don't. They I lost don't, Robert Woods. Not that he did much for him. Oh, they actually. Think. My fault. They actually did sign one offensive lineman. Uh, if we don't want to go the trade route, Coleman Shelton. Yeah. So I mean, I could theoretically. Uh, drop him and take any of the good offensive linemen available, like even Orlando Brown Jr. Like, mm. I mean, I would, I think that would help them a lot. Honestly, they're probably more in need of a good offensive lineman than a tight end. So I would go with Orlando Brown Jr. Maybe Mike McGlinchey. Any, of, I think either one of those would. I mean, help the their O line was awful last year. So either one of those. And I we mean, are ignoring cap hits for this just because yeah, we don't because know every yeah, team. I mean, I don't feel like having to. Understand I could go that. to the thirty-fifth best offensive lineman if I need to, but. <laughs> All right, time for another wheel spin. I should be eliminating these teams as we go, so we don't spin the same one. But 
All right. <laughs> Add anything to it? <laughs> I got Detroit. Ooh. Oh, that's oh, going to be an interesting that's, one. That's rough. I mean, resign. Yeah, have fun with that one. I can either cut Cam Sutton at corner, um, Alex Anzalone, I think that's how you pronounce it, at um, linebacker, David Montgomery, um, a man, well, even Emmanuel Mosley falls I'm, under that. I know immediately what I would think of to do. I think I'm going to cut Emmanuel Mosley, and I am trading for Jalen Ramsey. Ah. I mean, fair enough. I you mean, I just you that won't feels have so to, unrealistic. Like that's it not. It does, happening. but at the same time, they the Dolphins gave up almost nothing for Jalen Ramsey. So yeah, that's. So fair. I'm going for Jalen Ramsey. I like, mean, if you if you want <laughs> corner help, that's some of the best. It's fair, yeah. It's not like you're breaking the bank. I don't believe. Or you could sign James Bradbury if you want. Or well, even then, they have Camp. Imagine Camp Sutton and Jalen Ramsey. That's tough. That's disgusting. Like, and you can run Jalen anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So time for Seth's. Second one, let me eliminate this team so they Hit don't. Hit me with it. I don't know if you're ready. Reduce our chances of getting the same guy. You can't hand with the truth. Oh, are we ruled? By the way, since I took Orlando Brown Jr., is he ro- like ruled out for other teams or no? Uh, yeah, I don't think anyone should be able to sign the players. Wait, you didn't take Orlando Brown Jr. You took um, Dalton Schultz. <coughs> so actually, no, I didn't take Dalton Schultz. I was just saying if I'm going to cut a tight end, I could just add that tight end. But instead, I cut the offensive lineman and took Orlando Brown Jr. Yeah, my bad. I got lost in my own thoughts. I know. You're good. <laughs> We've been there. <laughs> All right. So we have spun the wheel, and you have Houston. Okay. Ooh. Um, They made a lot of moves, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So they got Robert Woods. They got uh, Jimmy Ward. You want to keep that him? Okay. Yeah, I want to keep um, oh, I didn't even know they picked up Case Keenum. They got Shaq Mason from the Buccaneers. Oh, yeah, that was a trade earlier. Um, Honestly, I'm going to get rid of Shaq Mason for Nate Davis. Oh, okay. How much is Shaq Mason making per year, though? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's trade. just a trade, so I don't know Shaq how that one Mason works. Mason contract. Do you like this ASMR for my typing, guys? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I love how I hope I get another option where I can't like obey the five million dollar rule. <laughs> Low key, even though it's not gonna do. Oh anything. yeah, five year, forty five million. We're good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Never mind. I didn't know so, how yeah, good Shaq Nate Mason Davis was. for Shaq Mason. Okay. All right. Well, we are gonna eliminate the Texans from our great wheel, and now we are spinning for Steven. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> You have the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh, San Fran. San Fran. All right, let's see. Um, let's see. They. Mm. Sorry. I uh, my thing's being slow. I know who I would cut. I had the whole list of things. Oh, up. yeah, I do too. <laughs> they had a you have a personal tie to this person. I think person. you only got two people that you can cut. Yeah, they do. Oh, no, there's one more. Do there's you have a, uh, I'm oh, just going to let him. you, uh, since you got that, let me see real quick. Oh, Sam, they paid twelve million for Sam Donald. I mean, so is it cheating to take cut Sam Donald? And since they want to add a quarterback, add Derek Carr. I mean, it just seems like so much of an upgrade. Here's yeah, that's good. That I mean, but I it, but they're gonna to go this. with Trey Lance or Brock Purdy. They're gonna go with Brock Purdy once he's healthy. Okay, so okay, so I, I get what you're saying. I should take a quarterback. <laughs> that's not, like that's not already decided. Not, I should take a quarterback that's more apt to be a backup. So I, know I would pick, but go ahead. I actually, I, I feel very confident about this. I'm gonna cut Sam Darnold and pick up Jacoby Brissett. Ooh, that's not bad. Okay, I was gonna go with Taylor Heineke. Yeah, I think I think Jacoby Brissett's a little bit better personally because he wait, was. Is Tyler Huntley a free agent this year? I think Tyler Heineke. Tyler Tyler Huntley. Huntley. Oh, Huntley? 
I don't know. I think I don't know either. I don't know. I don't, know I think, I don't think he's over. on. I think Jacoby Brissett is better. I mean, no, that's he, definitely he fair. was really good. There's for always Cleveland. that Carson Wentz bid out there. Honestly, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna double down. as the starter than Deshaun Watson, but I, they paid him too much money to not let him play. That's true. Yeah. yeah, and they. I mean, you have to like they have to bet on Deshaun Watson and then bet again and then bet again. Like it's they've already paid him too much. So they have to keep going with them. If they have to wait for anyone to get healthy, Jacoby Brissett is a perfect plug. So and play. I'm thinking yeah. buy Sam Darnold. We don't want to take Derek Carr because, he, I mean, Derek Carr is better than Jacob, Jacoby Brissett, but Derek Carr is not going to be there to be a backup. So I will take Jacoby Brissett because he would be okay with that rule, role okay. as he has been. Yeah, I agree. Time for the final round two pick for me. All right, round two. The wheel is <laughs> I almost got Arizona. Oh, um, that would have been nice. I got Miami. So this is an interesting one, too. If I get the Panthers, I'm going to be devastated because I'm not going to want to make a trade. All right. So for Miami, I got Jalen Ramsey. I got the great Mike White. um, Great, David Long. And I think that's where the list stops. Okay. So I am going to cut David Long. Mm -hmm. And I think this feels so bad. But I think I'm going to bring in Tremaine Edmonds there. Oh, that's, I just don't know if okay. the cap. I, I just once again the cap might make that. This is fantasy literally land. impossible. Yeah, but yay. But I feel like you could. Bring I do a actually. Linebacker. Which the Dolphins have made a lot of additions. So depending on where this is in the free agency, they may have originally had cap for that. So yeah, I didn't realize they also signed like they got Braxton, Braxton Berrios on a yeah. one year deal. I don't know. I really like Braxton Berrios. The Miami got Braxton. Yeah. Oh, dang. I, I mean, didn't know that. He There's probably squad. well, he probably won't play to be honest. I he mean, might, he may be a returner. Yeah. So. uh so Raheem Moster doesn't have to. Can yeah, I, I mean, that like, was the same thing he was doing on the 49ers. So. Well, can I Jets? The Jets. He was actually it. getting catches though on the Jets. Chicago. Yeah, and this fair. is just a real quick note. A Green Bay Packer has created the has committed the ultimate mutiny. <coughs> well, they do. Robert Tunyon signed with the Bears. I was going to say. Ro- yeah. I don't that's know. That's so, like, that I doesn't mean, happen. You don't go from Green Bay to Chicago. Well, we had Green Bay to Minnesota last year, so it's just. Was that's it last a year bigger rivalry. Yeah, it is. Green no. Bay and Chicago hate each other. Yeah. For no reason. I know. Anytime you go I mean, division, to a different, a division rival is always interesting. Wait, I just saw this. Raheem Mostert, two years, 5.6 million. That's a good deal for them. Yeah, he's a little bit older, so and I think I guess that's fair. So you know, I don't blame. And Wilson's good though. Too. Wilson's, Jeff Wilson's good. Mm-hmm. I think Jeff Wilson. I think it's going to be Raheem Mostert this year. Jeff Wilson next year is probably what that deal indicates to me. But we'll see. All right, now we're getting into round three. You ready? My last one. Will spin. Give Will it spin, to me. We can do real sound effects instead of. If you if we want to, <laughs> you have XFL team. No, I'm just kidding. Oh gosh, <laughs> no, no. You give have me the, AJ McCarron over everyone. You ready? You have yeah. the Carolina Panthers. Oh, that's okay. Rigged. I wanted Dear the Carolina God. Panthers. Um, I would do nothing. I love the free agency they had. Yeah, as a Panthers fan, me and Stephen have loved what's going on. What is I mean, going on we so could be really greedy and start adding like some. I, I mean, I know who I'd cut here too. Like, um, I guess I would. Okay, so y'all have Julian Love. Yeah, I don't know who that is to be honest. I've heard him heard him before. He's making the money. Yeah, He's making the money. Okay, who was another safety we get? Uh, oh, CJ uh, Gardner Johnson. Yeah, and he hasn't even been CJ. signed. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm gonna cut Julian Love to sign CJ Gardner Johnson. Oh, how I mean, many safeties do you need, sir? All was, of them. I was gonna <laughs> say all of them. Like, I guess that would make uh, Xavier Woods go to the bench. Like, he's such a good safety want? to be a bench safety. 
Do you want Andy Dalton as your backup quarterback? I love Andy. Yeah, Dalton I actually backup. like that for us. Okay. As, as a, a as a ba- to be clear, as a backup. Nah, for him to start. If he starts over the number one pick at he, all, he will at first. Oh you, god. You don't think he will at first? I think he will at first, and I, I don't have a problem with it, as long as know. it's temporarily. Okay. All right, Steven. Well, you don't get the Panthers. That's depressing. I'm still not over. We got Miles Sanders. We didn't get to talk about that in the in the. In the in the uh, I know I like it. We made free agency something, but we got Miles Sanders for four years, two twenty five mil. Well, you didn't get your favorite team, but you got your second favorite team. Possibly, it's not your second favorite, but you love this team. You got the Chargers. I do like the Chargers. We pulled that up. <laughs> got you. Thank you. I appreciate it because my phone is much slower. <laughs> <laughs> Pull that up real quick, Jamie. No, All right, so we got a right tackle. I didn't realize they had Eric Kendricks. Um, I guess I will probably. Oh, you already took Miles. You know what? I'm going to get rid of Eric Kendricks. Bye, Eric. No disrespect, Eric. Back to the Vikings you go. And I'm going to pick up Bobby Wagner. Ooh. And you don't have to pick the position you cut, but yeah. Right, yeah, I know. I just I feel like a, a one-for-one makes the most sense because they do Bobby need help at linebacker. And veteran help. And I don't know. Bobby goes from one L.A. team to the other. Could be a interesting. Doesn't have to move. Right. I mean, you know, that you could sell him that. So I'm like, hey, Bobby, you already got a house. Let's let's chill That's, over here. That's what happened with Russ. Yeah. Russell, it's Russell very Westbrook. fair. They yeah. were like, hey, went, you want to go to the same stadium? You don't have to change anything. Except they're <laughs> going to just the your, better L.A. team. Your practice dates are just a little different, guys. Exactly. <laughs> like, all right. Actually, both times they went to – think about that, though, if, <coughs> if that happened in real life. Both times the player would have gone from the more historically good L.A. team not saying the Rams have a great history, but I'm saying they at least Kurt won a Super Warner. Bowl. Right. So, But they go from that team to the team that's better right now but doesn't have much of a history, Clippers. The Chargers. greatest show on turf. It was a time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, round three, final round for me. With the final pick of our free agency frenzy, cut and sign, who will Nate pick for? Well, what team will he have? <laughs> I have the Saints. Ooh. Oh, this is a fun one. The Saints have made so many moves. Okay, so. Derek Carr for Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, upgrade. I think we excluded franchise tags. Well, actually, um, but it does say that Lamar Jackson's on the on the trade block, so I so think that would be possible. Derek Carr, um, Nathan Shepard, technically, he has a defensive tackle. He barely makes it. Um, Jawan Johnson actually makes the tight end list. I like Jawan Johnson, honestly. I though. do too. Michael Thomas. Well, they were, see th- those are always interesting because like Michael Thomas was signed through this year, but they restructured his contract. So also Dang. Jamal Williams, he three years, cut. four four hey, mil per year. That's a good deal for That's him. It's a great deal. Great know? deal. He doesn't make the financial cuttings. I wouldn't cut him anyway. No. Uh, no. I'm Gary to make someone very mad, and they're not in this room. Oh gosh. Oh, I'm not in this room. It's fine. It's going to be oh, Chris. Oh, it's going to be Chris. He's getting rid of Derek Carr. Long. Shout out to our Goodbye, guests Michael Thomas. Oh. <laughs> you are out of here. Yes. You have the biggest cap hit of any player in the league. Which they and did you restructure play. that. You do not play. So you are cut. I am not bringing you back. Okay. And um, who are you taking in? Juju Smith. No, I'm just going to stop. Dear God. <laughs> Um, so I need to bring in another receiver. <laughs> Juju Smith hears this, and he's just like, <laughs> "Um, I am Pull up TikTok going to trade for Brandon Cooks." Ooh. Oh, okay. I think that would be a good connection. You to don't have. want to honestly add having a... Derek, or should I? Well, I'm not going to say DJ because that was too big of a trade. Um, I mean, you could, yeah, but they don't have the first overall pick. That trade. Doesn't add like, up. It's in not even logistics. Slightly <laughs> realistic. Yeah. 
Um, they do have a high pick though, don't they? Yeah. Uh, no, the Eagles have their high pick. Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, dang. Okay, I'm just making sure there's no other wide receivers I want to go with. Unless you I... want like a Jacoby Myers, Odell Beckham. Uh, who else? Ooh, OBJ on? wouldn't be bad. I'm gonna go with Brandon Cooks. I, d- I don't blame me. Yeah, that's he had a great time you. in uh, New Orleans. Although that was with uh, Drew Brees. Can we talk about this real quick? Baker Mayfield on the Bucks. Yeah, wait, that's gonna be interesting. Is he starting? I, I think mean, he's gonna be a I starter. Think he does unless they Kyle Trask? I mean, we'll see. It'll probably be. I'm sure it'll be like. Most NFL teams were like, it's a QB competition where they already have in mind who's going to start, but they just want to give both players a chance. Yeah. And yeah. then they got Chase Edmonds at running back. That's interesting. It's I, I like it. Yeah. I don't think they're going to make the So play. now, oh. to conclude oh, no. the episode, no, no chance. We are going to read off every signing. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Starting with the players making <laughs> two mil or less. Or less. <laughs> shout out to the Eagles. For keeping their defense relatively intact, right? They did lose some some players, but they they've done a good job, and they kept Jason Kelsey. They did a good job at trying to run it back next year. And now Marcus Mariota gets the chance to steal the job from Jalen. The Hurt. Eagles got Rashad <laughs> Penny for one year, one point three five mil. Yep, that's a great pickup. Dear God, I know they, they paid. Don't, they don't need Miles. <laughs> Can we explain? I mean, well, at least Miles will give you the the whole season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But can we talk about the fact that they paid Boston Scott more than Rashad Penny? I don't understand that. I, unless it's just a little bit of a, hey, here's some loyalty. You'll probably end up playing because Rashad Penny can't play the whole year. I don't know what's factored into that. But I also just saw the Giants, and dear God, they went insane. I was That's what I was looking at right now. The they, dog, Darren Waller, they got Bobby Okereke. Poor Darren Waller, Okariki. man. For freaking ten million a year for four years, they got Matt Breida. They got brought back Sterling Shepard, they brought Paris back Campbell, Matt and Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton. They have a squad. Dear God, what does help is a lot of those players that you're saying like Matt Breida, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. Like they're all being brought back, and then they just add guys like uh, Darren Darren Waller. Waller, and that gives them someone to that gives uh, D- Daniel Dimes just a guy to throw consistent checkdowns to when his offensive line doesn't block for him. You Did know the Patriots. Do they already have Jabril Peppers? I. It doesn't say resigned by his name. That's why I'm confused. I know I he was on the Browns. Wasn't so he? now no. they got Jabril Peppers. Wasn't Jabril Pepper on the Browns? I, a while back, he who he might have been. I mean, we, we can, can find out. You keep talking. But they also brought in. Um, they brought in Juju. They brought in James Robinson, Mike Gesicki. Are they really? Just I I really like the uh, the addition of Mike Gesicki. Who got what's his face? Oh, I'm sorry, he was from the Giants. Okay, How the Commanders is... got Jacoby Brissett. Yes, yeah. they they lost Taylor Heineke and uh, they oh, cut right. Carson Wentz. You're so. right. Yeah, we were just kind of looking over some. Of, he okay. went to Atlanta, I think. There's a lot of QB um, movement. My biggest heartbreaks are the Cardinals losing Byron Murphy because mm. they didn't want to pay him and they won't feed him at the facility. Yeah. And um, also Zach Allen. I really love those guys on our defense. Mm-hmm. But now they're they're just gone. Yeah, like it that. is it is hilarious. Like trash. <laughs> I was talking about free agency because me and Seth are like so happy with what the Panthers have done. Very, and very Nate is devastated let's, by the Cardinals. Let's take a look. Very the proud Cardinals of the organization. Here we go. The Dallas, Card- Dallas Cardinals. I saw Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cardinals. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that either, okay. at all. We pre-signed Kelvin Beecham, who went on a podcast last week and said that Kyler Murray is not mature. Um, so, oh, yeah, God. great chemistry there. We've signed this guy I have Did hope for. Did he mean for. physically or mentally? 
Because um, physically, he's not completely wrong. <laughs> a grown-up toddler mentally, running around. Mentally. I love um, how he's taller than you. I love you, you Kyler Murray. <laughs> he's taller than Okay, Seth. but he plays football. I don't. <laughs> then we have, um, I can't pronounce his name. It's like Jalte um, for Holt. He's from the Browns, so we actually have the Browns QB coach as our offensive coordinator, um, Petzing. So I think he probably saw something in him while he was in <coughs> um, Cleveland and signed him in. Will Hernandez, he was okay. He didn't get to play position. He got had to play center some last year, which was ugly. Um, we got Kaiser White. I like that. Um, put him beside Zayvon Collins, and you got a decent linebacking core. And at least he has some experience. But other than that, like I like Matt Prater, but we just haven't done anything. Yeah, we really. Haven't nothing notable. Anybody? We haven't made any big moves, and we have a whole new front office. Usually, a front office is looking to make a splash, like ours, like in the hours. They're not. So I am this close to not being an Arizona fan anymore. I was gonna Come say, over to the Panthers side, guys. I was going to say, we fun. could sit here talking about the Panthers additions. You don't need me to tell you that Miles Sanders had over 1,000 yards last year or that Hayden Hurst is a great tight end. But the only thing I will say that I think is worth mentioning, which, you know, you might not know Bradley Bozeman. He was great last year. Offensive line was so much better last year. But uh, what I do want to say, and I do think it's worth noting, that – just last week, I was a very nervous Panthers fan. I, I mean, was too. We just traded for the first overall pick. I was not sure. This is a brand new like front office coach. I did not know how much I trusted them. But then the free agency, it kind of gives me hope that whoever they take at QB1, which it'll be a QB at the first overall pick. I don't think that's a shot. I actually think that they'll make a good decision. So I feel much better as a Panthers fan than I did last week. They signed great guys. They restructured a lot of guys' deals to open up cap space. And you just they need did someone a great for job. them to throw the ball to now. Exactly. Yeah, at least they got a Hayden Hurst. Uh, I saw DJ <coughs> Chark was visiting. Please, Maybe. DJ Chark. This, I is, would this love. is our personal invite to you. Please. Please. For the love of God, move I, to Carolina. He's a good, tall oh, he's receiver. Oh, he's got a personal invite. He's definitely coming now. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy. Uh, also, before we go, uh, I think we have to talk about this. Uh, the New York Jets are absolutely um, going all out to try to get Aaron Rodgers for one season. But then after he leaves, they're supposed to be two. screwed. I think it's supposed to be two seasons. <laughs> not if he retires. It's not. Yeah. Um, they signed Alan Lazard to four years, $44 million I do after, really like Alan Lazard, though. I do, too. But it's only because Aaron Rodgers said that he – here's the thing. I saw this this week, and it's so true. There, Someone was like – Aaron Rodgers when he's on the Packers they don't give me any weapons to work with but then when he goes to the Jets he's like I want the same weapons I had in, in Green Bay <laughs> so he at, he gave the Jets a wish list to, um, in right. order to get him which is he Aaron Lazard that, right <laughs> why else would they sign Aaron, um, Alan Lazard well actually Lazard? I, what, I, what I will say Burn is blocking. I was if they sign say, Mercedes, Mercedes Lewis and Randall Cobb as well, then everyone's going to know it was true. He's the backup for in case Aaron Rodgers doesn't go. It's a, it's a deal win because they're going to have to run the ball every play. If uh, they can't, if, yeah. If they don't get a run. So, like, at least he can block. Like I was going to say, and Mercedes Lewis, I like – I mean – I hate those two are two of the best run blocking guys at their know. position. Mercedes Lewis was still in the league. Yeah, I mean he he was great. He played a decent amount of snaps last year. He's a great run blocker. Because uh, I I made sure to watch because I was very thankful for both of those guys as I had Aaron Jones on my fantasy football team and he pulled out some narrow victories for me. But yeah, I they don't they, he apparently he wanted to bring in Odell. He wanted to bring in Randall Cobb. They don't need all those receivers. They he, have oh, good receivers. Yeah, that was the other person. He wanted Odell Beckham as well. 
Yeah, no, that's too much. Yeah. I mean, maybe Ryan O'Connor for uh, some experience, now, leadership. Odell did come out and say the 20 million claim was fake. He's like, where do y'all get 20 mil from? Yeah, I, I just saw saying that. four ain't enough. <laughs> is what he said. That's fair, I guess. The uh, I don't want to pay him but 20 mil. My thing <laughs> is with the Packers, he was like, I want all the veterans. He didn't want any of the promising young receivers. They had like Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. Well, I mean, because they couldn't bring them in free agency. But yeah, that is That's something. fair. I mean, now don't get me wrong, Garrett Wilson is better than Christian Watson, but it's just interesting because the defense is better, but the situation seems kind of similar. So we'll see how much better that could be. But he has for so many receivers. That receiving room is already full, and it's going to get even worse. So, like, I mean, they already had players asking for trades. Exactly. So. Braxton Berry is being gone. Oh, yeah, that opens up a big hole. Yeah, right. it does. <laughs> it helps that, bro- that opens up the room for my boy Bam to be their main returner now. Let's go, let's go, Bam. Let's get let's let's get this all pro returner right now. All right, fair. That'd be great. All right. Well, do you want to tell them about our socials? Okay. So, uh, on top of our Instagram and TikTok, where you can go follow us at uh, Let the Play Develop Pod, we now have a Twitter, which is run by me, and there will be a poll every single week. I want to interact with you guys. So I, I, I like, you know, obviously you listen to our takes, but I want you to get involved in some takes. So that's why I want to poll, see what you guys think. So there's already one up. It'll probably, you know, it might be expired by the time this video goes up, but make sure you follow so you can uh, let us know and see that way you can feed back to us. I was more looking for our Twitter handle because I don't remember it. Is it L? Oh, yeah. It's uh, it, the uh, name on the Twitter is Let the Play Develop, and it's LPD. LTPD. 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 If you need help remembering that, just remember LT and then police department. Yeah, exactly. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> left tackle police department. There you go. That's how you What remember. a random thing. But, yes, it is the left tackle police defar- department. Uh, make sure you drop a follow so you can uh, talk back to us. We'll be checking them. So. That's what we'll call our parody account. <laughs> <laughs> and also, there's actually content up there, so make sure you follow it. Also, if you are watching this on <laughs> – also, if you're watching this on YouTube, yo, what's up? We love you. Uh, go check it. us out on Spotify and Apple Music and all your other streaming platforms. And give us a follow and a like over there. If you're watching on, um, if you're listening on any of the uh, uh, streaming platforms, hello. And um, <laughs> go check us out on YouTube where you can see our faces and and whatnot. And uh, maybe you don't want to look at our faces. See how you much could, better you can, dressed I am than the rest of my. Honestly, cast. yeah, you can see <laughs> see how better Steven is than us. Uh, I'm just playing. Well, um, yeah, I, I do want to add, I apologize for last week of our audio listeners. You would have not have wanted the audio no. experience. <laughs> it was rough. Yeah, um, we problems. had a lot of technical difficulties. The video is still up. We managed to salvage some mic and um, camera audio, or sorry, phone and camera audio, just enough to get it where you can listen to it, and it's not completely unbearable. So go check that out. It was an excellent, hilarious episode. All completely kind of chaotic yeah. and unhinged. We still voted to publish it because it was just that good. <coughs> yeah. But in terms of audio listeners we didn't want to put uh, you through that torture (laughs) with guest ecu insider chris long shout out to him yeah we got uh, we got an insider for you guys so i felt so official having having an ecu insider with us yeah we can uh, get an insider from a relevant college but we may have to bring (laughs) someone in okay i wasn't gonna say it if i was thinking (laughs) that's so funny oh yeah anything else i think that might be it awesome thank you so much for watching we'll see you next week peace peace